Welcome to the Rich Man Podcast with me, your host, corporate dropout turned seven-figure CEO in 18 months, Melanie Aubert. I'm a business coach that's determined to normalize women and wealth. We are completely ditching the old, outdated boys club way of running a business, and I'm teaching you the new way of attraction marketing, soulful selling, and wealth embodiment. Instead of marrying the rich man, we are the rich man. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Rich Man Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and to be a part of this conversation because I don't think that it's had enough. And I think that in the online space and entrepreneurial journey culture and business culture, it's it's very much a, you know, fuck your feelings, move forward, quit being a baby kind of vibe. And that's not always doable in some instances. And I want to walk you through one of the big, biggest pieces that I see us that's holding us back from our greatness is our debilitating fear of being disappointed again. And I want to emphasize again, because many times when we experience disappointment once, many times twice or more, the fear of trying again and giving it our all is feels nearly impossible because in our bodies we feel rather unsafe like we feel like if i were to experience this again i don't know what i'm going to do right an example of what this looks like in your business is like you could have had a launch that did not go as planned that was like a total face plant and you felt incredibly disappointed. And going into your next launch, you're like, shit, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of giving it another 110% because I don't want to be disappointed again. I felt it once. I want to avoid it at all costs. And most of this is our subconscious speaking. Like we don't even actually have these conversations. We just do it on autopilot. But there's this fear of what if it happens again? Can can I can I handle it? Can I somehow try to control and avoid the outcome? That way I don't find myself in the situation that I'm in currently. This could be a client is unsatisfied with the work that they're doing with you and they want out of their commitment. And this could be a level of disappointment, right? Of a, I thought it was going to be different. I'm very disappointed in how this, maybe this client had communicated it or disappointed in, in your facilitation of the offer or where you feel like you dropped the ball and how this could fester in, in the future is you could be afraid of disappointing more people. So therefore you find yourself over delivering, over committing, making yourself available 24 seven to avoid this feeling of disappointment. What if somebody else were to be unsatisfied? Can I handle that feeling again? And again, what makes this so difficult to work through most times is when we allow it just to fester and to sit and to create a monster within itself, it feels very unsafe in our bodies. Like it comes to the point where having client conversations, if someone says, hey, can I talk to you about something? Instantly fear ensues and panic begins to spread and you don't know how to control your emotions because you're so afraid of feeling disappointed again if this person wants out of their commitment with you. And I want to have this conversation because, again, I think that it's really important to have because if it's not addressed, if we don't pay attention to how we are feeling within our business, we might find ourselves 
we might find ourselves operating from a place of defensive mode of I'm just trying to avoid disappointment. Therefore, I'm only giving like 20% of myself here, maybe 40% of, my of myself there. We're, we're, we're playing relatively small, again, because we don't know how to hold the feeling of disappointment. And here's what I want to, you to just take with you on your darkest days, on your worst days, on the days where you don't feel like yourself, the days where you feel like your power has been washed away, the days where you're comparing yourself, the days where you feel disappointed. What I want you to think about is the the trials and tribulations we go through, the feeling of disappointment allows us to find wisdom, allows us, gives us the opportunity to work through it. When I found myself in many instances of disappointment, places where I wanted to protect myself, places where I was playing small, fear of repeating uh, what I had gone through, I decided to turn those moments into lessons that I can later teach. Whenever I was going through something, I would tell myself that I have the opportunity to, to work through it and that way it only makes me a better coach, a better mentor because I'm able to walk someone else through it as well. That I've been given the opportunity to walk someone else through this feeling of disappointment, to be able to walk someone through some, one of the most painful moments of my life, I'm able to walk someone through it because I went through it. Now, does that mean that it was less difficult to feel in the moment? Absolutely not. Disappointment's disappointment, right? Still, even the anticipation of disappointment makes us feel disappointed. But I, I learned that it's only making me wiser. And when we think about the kind of people we want to work with in this online space, it's never the people who are perfect, who have never gone through anything. It's always the people who you know who have gone through it, who have, who have faced the same trials and tribulations, who you know have, have found wisdom in the worst moments and have somehow come out ahead and with, you know, a story to tell and with a a process uh, perhaps to 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 utilize or to work through. I often think about how Walt Disney, given his dream of creating Disney, when he went to the bankers, he was denied over 300 times for loans from the bank. And you would think that after maybe the fifth or sixth time Walt Disney would have been like, "You know what? I cannot handle another no." I cannot handle another person saying that they don't believe me. I cannot handle another person who doesn't see my mission or see my vision or see my worth even, see my the vision that I have for what I want to bring into this space. If it were any, I would say, uh, normal person, we would have probably thrown in the towel at, at the maybe 10th try. And for whatever reason, he kept going. He believed in his vision. And what I believe to be true is his trials and tribulations, him being able to go 300 times being told no gave him the power to hold Disney. What he learned, what he went through, how he must have pivoted and reworked, and just the tenacity that he had created for himself given the trials and tribulations he went through in order to create that reality for himself is what made him so powerful and what made him so able to hold that company. So when I'm going through the shit, when I am disappointed after disappointed after disappointed, I remind myself that these experiences are allowing me to hold the more. They're allowing me to take the wisdom and extract them from the situation and move them into my containers when I know now that I can lead someone through even more because I've gone through more. Now, I don't want you to get this twisted with that, with, with the feeling or this belief that we have to go through shit all the time in order to be able to coach other people. That's not always true either. 
but I do believe that there's always a lesson in, in, in the moments. There's, there's less in the good moments, there's less in the bad moments, but there have been times where I know I talk about my fertility journey quite often on this podcast, uh, but I think it's very prevalent because it's one of those things that you can't control. Uh, but in our fertility journey, every time we had disappointed, it didn't work this month. It was gut wrenching, and it was I had a lot of emotions, a lot of anger, sadness, disappointed, and and each month I found myself trying to protect myself from being excited again, like the idea of okay, we're entering a new month. This could be the month, and I'd find myself literally, my body would be like, but don't get too excited because what if it doesn't work? What if you're disappointed again? So pretend like you don't care. How about we uh, don't even pay attention to it? Don't even try because if you do, it'll only intensify the disappointment. And here's what I learned real time. We are actively moving through our second failed fertility. And this this past round, it was a time where I, I did that. I did that. I was like, I won't even pay attention to it. I won't even try. I'm not even going to care because if I care, I'll be disappointed. And here's what happened. I didn't care. So I said, I didn't try as hard, even though that's not really a thing in the fertility world, but I, did, I just, I didn't give it much attention. And when it didn't happen, it still hurt just as bad. The disappointment I felt the first time was exactly the same as this disappointment the second time. And the reality of it is, my me caring less, me not trying as hard did nothing for me in the end. Again, we do this defense mechanism thing where if we don't try as hard when it comes to launching, when it comes to content, when it comes to clients, when it comes to our businesses, when it comes to sales, if we don't try as hard, the disappointment won't be as harsh when it happens or if it happens. But I can tell you from experience, it feels all the same. So here is what I want you to do on your hardest days. And I mean this with love and I love you so much and I see you and I feel you and I honor your feelings because all of your feelings are truth. Feel your emotions. Allow them to move through you. Allow yourself time to cry, to scream, to, you know, punch a pillow. Whatever you got to do to let it out, let it out. Especially my emotional authorities, get it out. What I want you to do is ask yourself, how do I want to see this in hindsight? If I can look at how I'm going to navigate the situation, who do I want to be? What do I want to do? What lesson is there to extract? If there is one right now, or maybe there's one coming or developing, I want to be open to receive it. After I felt my emotions, I asked myself, is there a lesson here? How do I want to see this in hindsight? And then what I do is I make sure that it's squeaky clean moving into the next one. What this looks like is, let's say for launching, if you had a failed launch, moving into a second failed launch, now you're going to your third launch and you're like, I'm just so scared of feeling disappointed. What I want you to do is forgive your previous experience. Get it all out in paper, how you're feeling, what you're thinking, your beliefs around it. And what I want you to do is literally light it on fire in a very safe way. So please do this either outside or in your sink or, or something that is um, manageable. And I want you to burn, what I want you to envision when you are doing this is you are starting fresh. You are starting clean. We're extracting the lessons. We're, we're determining how you want to see this in hindsight. And then we're moving into a new season, a new try with a hundred percent effort. Because again, our half-assing is not going to stop the the depth of disappointment. It's not going to stop the intensity of the disappointment. It's only going to make us feel like, damn, if I would have tried harder, would the outcome have been different? If I would have done this, would the outcome have been different? So when we're in this world, it's very easy for us to take everything so fucking personally. It's very easy for us to start internalizing every mistake we make and every flopped thing that we have and every anticlimactic launch of like, this was my goal. I didn't even reach it yet. I want you to extract the lesson, 
Ask yourself how you want to see it in hindsight. Get everything out on paper and set it free. Release it from you and then start over fresh with another 110%. And then I ask myself, I play the what if game often when I am in a place of just disappointment, of sadness, of like, damn, I wish this would have went different. And I ask myself, what if? What if there's a lesson here that I can't see? What if this moment becomes a pivotal part in my story? What if next month blows my mind? What if everything changed in the next five seconds? What if what's meant for me is even better than I can possibly comprehend in this moment because I'm only a human? What if, what if, what if? What I don't want you to do is allow all of this to fester, allow it, all of it to plant seeds of doubt into your body and allow it to have you playing small in this world. You're meant to play big. You're meant to be bold. You're meant to be big energy. Take your power back. If Walt Disney can go 300 times hearing no, I'm pretty sure we can handle this, right? I'm pretty sure that we can try again and give it our all. I'm pretty sure. Your body's way of trying to lessen the feeling of disappointment is not going to actually lessen the feeling of disappointment. You're already feeling disappointed when you're trying to avoid the feeling of disappointment. You might as well try and see what happens, okay? I love you. You are beautiful. You smell lovely. And until next time, my friends, I will catch you in the next episode of the Rich Men Podcast. Bye.